Welcome to the Financial Independence Garage, where we share the tools to improve your finances and unfold the roadmap to financial independence. Well, it's the Money Mechanic here, and I am just recording this post-episode time. As you can probably tell from this audio quality, I am not at home in the garage. I'm in fact away at work, and that is probably my excuse why we're not giving you the highest quality episode this week. Mind you, that being said, it is pretty high quality. It just may not be as much of the FI content that you're used to, so you are now forewarned. This recording uh, was a continuation of our Salmon Pack episode at the end of September 2020. We had lots of beer left, and uh, we were enjoying ourselves, so, you know, we kept chatting about finances, because that's what we do in the garage. That's the intro to this episode, so stick around and uh, have a few laughs with us. Thanks for listening. Horse not allowed to eat pizza? Intermission pizza is the best. Intermission pizza. Intermission pizza. You know, that was always one of the things I hated about overtime. It's like they shut down beer sales at the end of the second period. Oh, Do you remember that Royals game the other year that was like six overtimes? <sighs> I was so I happy. I ended up I had... sober by the end of it. <laughs> yeah. Why? Well, weren't people sneaking in food? People like... were getting food delivered to the arena and like popping open doors to get it handed to them. Well, luckily, we've got the money mechanic's wife in the FI garage overtime to hand us beers. She might not do that. I think she just fingered you. Yeah, I put beers in the cooler. (laughs) This is the overtime section of the Salmon Pack episode, so here we are again. Salmon Pack. Cheers, boys. You haven't left, so we've got to make the most of being in the garage together for a change. That's right. Absolutely. So what's what's going on for overtime? Well, didn't we, like, a long time ago promise... Uh, listener question episode yeah but then we lost the entire website and we don't know what the questions are <laughs> so so but, this is true this is very true but the funny thing about that we've got some good uh protection on the website now and i'm literally getting emails of people all over the world that are hacking into the fi garage i had no idea we were that popular really who's hacking us <laughs> well i don't know i get i get ip addresses from Singapore and Africa and Asia and South America and wow yeah I got one from Victoria so somebody if you're listening hey. and you're hacking us f- off. I'm gonna find you <laughs> <laughs> hey it, it was the other person in the garage we're, that's not on the yeah, mic <laughs> we're we're charging for spectators for this episode okay so right on oh uh, another interesting thing here that I'm gonna drop this is like a big news drop okay oh. Sh- should have put it in the serious episode but here we're I'm setting up like a beer share, blogger beer share. Okay. How does that work? So you get like a a tube, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like can-sized tube. This sounds like you should not have presented this in the regular episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So somebody sent me some beers from Manitoba, right? We drank them on the show. So I still have the tube. No, well, you we, drank them. I don't think we did. <laughs> you drank all the beers from the Yukon. No, I had one. Yeah. <laughs> And you basically just sitting at home drinking bourbon all the time. So let's not pick on each why are, other. Why are we saying together. that's a bad thing? Okay. Just let me finish my story. So this poster tube, right? It holds four tall boys of beers. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put four tall boys in it and mail it off to a lucky listener oh, nice. who wants to receive it in the expectation that they send it back to me. Mm. Because I've already talked to a few other bloggers across Canada and we're totally down with sharing some beers. And that way it'll be awesome. We're get to have some different beers on the show. Right. And they'll get to sample some awesome BC beers. I completely forgot to mention in the regular show that because I personally was bought a beer and you guys were not. <laughs> <laughs> have we have we not 
done that? Thank no, you. No, we have not. Oh, um, go, go, please. And so the beer that I have been instructed to buy, now I couldn't find it. So I'm actually sending my wife to Vancouver to get it. Can you just make sure there's one less lucky in the cooler for the account, please? <laughs> That's fair. Um, <laughs> it's a, uh, it's the backcountry brewing. They did a beer with Arcteryx and it's called In a Van Down by the River. Oh, nice. And so I have to go get my hands on one of those, and that's what I'm supposed to drink on the show. This is a Vancouver brewery? Yes. Over by London Drugs? They've got an amazing selection. I've tried all of them. It's not in Victoria. They have backcountry brewing, but they don't have this special beer. You're really behind. (laughs) I'm old. Apparently. Yeah. So don't we have somebody else to thank? Does anybody remember who bought us the round right before you Mm. got bought the beer? Kevin. Kevin. Kevin bought us around. Kevin bought us around. Thanks, Thanks Kevin. Did we not thank him? That's no. terrible of it us. Is. That is bad of us. He's a friend of the show. Look at this. Yeah. Mike, Mike, look at my computer. Hey, electronic <laughs> napkin. It's an electronic <laughs> napkin. Hey, you're taking after me. Jeez, I got the only computer on the table. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I just don't bring the napkin anymore. Yeah. Um, so, yes, Kevin, who was the interview we had for the RSP Secret. And update on that. So, here's a juicy one for the lenders. I did pursue the private lending that was talked about in the book mm-hmm. by Greg Hasbrit. Hasbrit? Hasbrit? You'll look it up on Google. You'll find it. You're talking to me, right? For the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be in the... Yeah, it's yeah. all that's the best part. It's like, it'll be in the show notes. It'll I don't know what I'm show. talking about, but it'll be in the show notes eventually. Uh, so I did go down the whole rabbit hole of private lending through my RRSP, mm-hmm. and I had a private loan set up, and guess what? It got paid out early. Oh, really? Yeah. Bada boom. Bada boom, right? So I'm like, oh, wow. I'm thinking of all the worst case scenarios. Were there penalties? Yeah. They actually had to pay three-month penalties to me yeah. to break the loan early. So right. um, it, it kind of was interesting, the whole, you know, it was one of the things like we talked about on the last show about fear of things, right? And mm-hmm. understanding how they all work. And it was crazy because there I am at work, which isn't a great place to have to deal with online Anything. like legal issues. Yeah. I get a request from a lawyer for a payout statement. I'm like, what the <laughs> F is that? <laughs> so I'm yeah. like, and thanks again to Kevin for the beers, but also for being a great help because mm-hmm. I can fire him off an email. I'm like, hey, I'm in this situation. He's got a lot of experience doing it. And he's like, oh yeah, that's not a big deal. You just need to supply them with the balance, uh, any penalties. And also, you know, interesting thing is I didn't realize all the fees that there are to carry that mortgage for the year and then also to close it out. Right. So yeah, just, you know, really good learning process. Yeah. And it was amazing because I built it all back to the borrower mm-hmm. and it was all paid out to me. It all settled. I was all within my RSP. Nice. And the original loan was a 12%, mm-hmm. but because it cashed out early and a three month penalty, accountant i'm looking at you because we discussed what it was annualized but it i think was, it worked out to more like 18 percent. it was getting close to 20 yeah at the end of yeah. the day so I, I hey you know what i'm just saying it was a win yeah but is now that money sitting there unused well this is the interesting part about that whole program with the private lending because yeah technically it would be sitting there idle mm-hmm. i was very fortunate that the broker that i used mm-hmm basically I called him because he's really helpful too. And I said, Hey, I got to do this payout statement and all the rest of it. And he's like, Oh, if you need some help, let me know. I've got uh, templates. And he goes, and by the way, I have, have I got a deal for right. you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you exactly. Go. Literally is what he did. Have yeah. I got a deal for you? So did like, he say that? No, no. Oh, no. come on. I mean, this yeah. guy, he's such a chance. Yeah. He had such a chance. So <laughs> Mr. Golden opportunity. So he sent me a second deal. Yeah. 
And I was a little more comfortable looking through it because you're provided with a fair bit of personal mm-hmm. financial information that you have to analyze, right? Right. The first time I did it, I was super you well, know, you, afraid. Yeah. I didn't know what I was looking at, right? Sure. How do you read somebody's credit report? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Anyway, second time, I was a little more comfortable. It went through it and talked with the financial partner who's in the garage to make sure we're all <laughs> on board with the same thing. Yeah. And yeah, we went ahead and funded another loan. So nice. the money turned over basically within a month. At 12%. This one's at 14. There you go. Yeah. So, And I think this is where it is important to make the point that when you learn more, you can do significantly better than 4%. Right. right. Yeah. Well. And you're willing to take more risk. And you're, yes. you, listen, you're taking more risk. There is more chance for loss, but you can do significantly better yeah. Then, then what market is returns. Then like market a six percent market return. Yeah. See, the way I'm looking at it is, I want to have a portion that's in a registered taxable, non-taxable accounts mm-hmm. that is in the market. Mm-hmm. That's set it and forget it. Pump some money into it every month. Get yourself set up for FI. But, like you said, account. There's a lot of opportunity to either be using some home equity or to be using money in other ways that you can build up some extra returns. And this is where we're talking about multiple streams of income. Yeah, totally. Right? Right? Like I don't want, I I get it that you could just own VTI. Yeah. And you've got the total US index and, you know. VRIF. You could (laughs) potentially own VRIF. But that's a one point of failure system. Yeah. And Basic. Do you want to just like strum your microphones like a guitar? Like, <laughs> it's the FI Garage Band. <laughs> Stop it in your microphone. I'll try. <laughs> but that's the thing is you don't want – I don't want one point of failure. So I want to have multiple streams of income. I want to have rental income. I want to do some alternative loans. I want to have dividend Which is a great argument for keeping your pension in your pension, by the way. Oh, that's I fair. Just, just wanted to throw that out. Yeah, that's, that's a really good point, actually, yeah. because a lot of the dis- sorry to interrupt. Go ahead, finish. No, no, no. Yeah. That's that's a great point because we talk about diversification, mm-hmm. but if you commute your value and then immediately dump it into the same ETFs that you've right. got everything else in, yeah, you've reduced your diversification and removed your, your protection, your long term yeah. protection. Yeah, for sure. So two things I would just wanted to follow up on what you said. Um, I think we'll have to have Kevin actually buy us around for the next episode. Eh? He did Let, buy us around. I know he bought us around, but we'll have to utilize that round. That, right? yeah. Utilize well, that round I, on the next episode. Do you know what he wanted us to drink? Why is that? Okay, so remember when we did the episode, he had Balderdash Sneaky Weasel? Yes. There's like Crazy Bastard Beer now or something. It's I don't know. I'll have to look it up now. It's like some Wolverine beer that's like 9%. Nice. Yes. So we'll we'll get that sorted We're getting out for, that the next for the next episode. For sure. Yeah. I, how did we miss that? Well, because we had the website crash and COVID, and yeah, <laughs> it was mo- it, no seriously. The, right now, I was like COVID. The COVID. website crashed the day after that. It was COVID. Yeah. Oh yeah, it did. The <laughs> yeah. website crashed. Yeah. It was COVID. Um, and the other COVID thing I wanted to follow up on is if your drug money loans paid got paid back. <laughs> oh, oh yes, the Wiley Ponzi scheme. <laughs> Wiley Wolverine is the beer we're gonna drink. Nice. <laughs> and the Wiley Ponzi scheme. Yeah. Fill us in. This mildly hopped strong lager develops an 8% alcohol by volume, but goes down crisp and clean. This cunning creature packs a serious punch while maintaining our classic, surprisingly smooth finish. 
Yeah, that's not going to You'll hear that again next episode. All right, Kev, we're having that one on the next show. Maybe we should get him on the show for that one. We got to get him on the show. Apparently, he's like, he's retired. He's like the only literal fire person I know in my circle of immediate friends, which is really cool. It is. And he's, uh, maybe I shouldn't be saying this out loud, but uh, never mind. Maybe not. No, I'll I'll, I'll pass him. He did show up up for a meetup, which none of you either have. Yes, I I was at one of the meetups with you. He went to Camp Mustache. That's not true. No, we he were went in to Duncan. Duncan. Oh, that was different. Yeah, that was yeah. You did. But you you're sidestepping this question. I tried. Did the Ponzi <laughs> what scheme? What happened work to out? your Ponzi scheme? We're not letting this die. I think it's a little bit of a broad strokes of a brush to paint it with a Ponzi scheme. That's a it's aggressive. clearly not kosher. <laughs> it is a, for sure it's money laundering or a Ponzi scheme. There's two options. <laughs> but did all I asked was I didn't say what were the details of the money loan? Did you get paid back or not? Yeah. Did you get paid back? Yes. Good. <laughs> okay. Well, that's <laughs> so you got out before it blew up. That's so great. that's good. That's Thank what you want out yeah. of a Ponzi scheme. I, you, well, I do have to edit this out because somebody will be coming after me because we mentioned <laughs> Ponzi scheme. Who? They don't know what we're talking about. We're getting people hacking the show from all <laughs> over the world, dude. <laughs> we're not throwing the Ponzi scheme sellers under the bus right now. We're throwing the buyers. Yeah. We're just throwing you under the bus. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, as a public service, have told you <laughs> Took before a risk. that yes. I take all sorts of yeah. financial risks with small amounts of money to investigate <laughs> and report and, to you, the valuable listener. And then I reported back that it's either money laundering or a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> yeah. When he's like, you're going to get how much for how long? Yeah. I was like, oh, what? 18% for three months is normal? He's like, no. <laughs> no, that's a Ponzi scheme or money laundering. <laughs> yeah. it's uh, We're not sure about the, the details, but uh, I will no longer be investing in that. When it hits the news, we'll tell you that we <laughs> reported about it years ago. <laughs> anyway, moving right along did you, to overtime here. Did you guys want to hear about our reviews? Yeah. Whoa, you got reviews? I got reviews. Oh, did you find oh. the questions? Is that what No, he's still got the Apple machine. Oh. Yeah, I've got the Apple machine. So uh, we talked about pansies. Um, oh, yeah. Well, that wasn't a popular <laughs> our, one. Our apologies again. Yeah. For the, Is it? It's it's always the the economist that we've got to apologize for. Oh, I know. I'm way offside <laughs> all the time. Uh, I'd be apologizing for his hair if we were on, on video <laughs> right now. It actually looks pretty good. I mean, you've you've embraced the flashback to the 80s. That's, that's not see. 80s. That's 70s. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That is yeah. Kelso from that 70s show. <laughs> <laughs> Hands down, that is exactly what it is. You know, originally I was no haircuts till 2021. I'm thinking 2022. Ooh. I like that. Yeah. So you're going back to grunge. Yeah, absolutely. I support it. I'm looking up that 70s show right now. <laughs> it's literally, it's the haircut is the exact same haircut. Okay. Okay. This is going in the show notes for sure. Because it is. It's exact haircut. Uh, <laughs> it's so spot on. You're not wrong. You are not wrong. The part's a little different, but yeah, yeah. I'm giving you 99% on that one. Well Thank done. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. That's the best visual our listeners have ever gotten. Yeah. Well, maybe. I mean, too bad he doesn't look like Ashton Kutcher, but the hair, <laughs> spot on. Don't ruin it. There's lots of el- eligible bachelorettes out there yeah, thinking the economist is looking like Ashton Kutcher. More often. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> okay, what's the Apple review tell us? Well, we got uh, five, I think. <laughs> we had five, like, the first No, month. no, no, no. Five new ones since oh, okay, the okay. last one we talked about. Okay. First one says, love the podcast. That's the title with one exclamation point. Well, one's in- intentional. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Great podcast. 
Always listen to episodes as soon as they come out. Always fun hanging out with the guys in the FI Garage. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Thanks. Great podcast. Nice. Yeah. Thanks for the review. We really appreciate that. We have Charles F.I. My brother talked to me about F.I. Garage last week, and I am so glad he did! Exclamation point. Amazing content. I've binged (laughs) almost... heard all the shows. (laughs) (laughs) I've binged almost every episode in the last week. Hasn't heard the options one, obviously. (laughs) Exclamation point. That was the best show. You weren't here. We had a great time. I don't know what you're complaining about. You guys are down to earth, funny, and keep things simple. Love from Montreal, Quebec, Charles. Nice. Oh, Thanks, Charles. Thanks, Charles Chuck. F.I. I hope you don't mind me calling you Chuck. Chuck F.I. We Circus- got some Montreal listeners. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're coast to coast, baby. Yeah. We're, we're bigger well, than Hockey Night in didn't, Canada. Didn't we have... Yeah, let's yeah. not go that This Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's... Isn't it game one? Is it game one tonight? I think so. Yeah, no, they're not, we're drinking salmon packs. Yeah. We got I the mean, Labatt product. Come on, it's Texas versus Florida, so... Yeah, hey. mm. What can you do? Vegas got... <laughs> Eliminated. Yeah. Anyway, Sad. Moving on. Okay. Circus Cowboy. Nice name. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was calling us Circus <laughs> Cowboys. <laughs> Fun and educational is the title of the review. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I am enjoying the bantering of the mechanic, accountant, and economist. Light and humorous. They are enjoying themselves and sharing on the way to Phi. Great podcast to help get through the long, boring middle of financial independence. The That's, middle is long and boring. Oh, yeah. Man, is it boring. The, didn't we talk about this? The I think five doldrums. An, yeah, we had an episode. Yeah, yeah, so boring. That was one of the episodes where we had a lot of comments before the comments got destroyed. Yeah, before we, thank you so much, all you listeners, for all your comments, which we no longer have. remember. Yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> they meant a lot. But yeah, it's totally the doldrums, right? It's like setting off on a huge sailing voyage and you leave the west coast of North America and it's exciting as hell until you get halfway across the Pacific and then you get into this flat sea before you hit the currents on the other side of the ocean. Mm-hmm. No, the wife's going to correct me over there. The ocean currents, but that's why <laughs> I'm saying it because she's rapidly shaking her head on <laughs> yeah. how wrong you are. No, that's true. You can get into the doldrums though where it's like oh, you're absolutely. literally... I know it's winds. Thank you. <laughs> I, I said she was correcting you on the sailing terms, not the... F- <sighs> Jeez. Okay, so what are you doing? Are we in the five doldrums? Are you there? What do you do? I'm not going to give my answer. Trade options. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to show 36. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's... I mean, you and I have kind of gone down that little options rabbit hole and... I'm currently you experiment not, not with a very money. very tiny. So are you going to give your your? your... Ah, I know you want the freaking option story. Yeah, okay, let's so, have the option story. Okay, I listened to your episode and I learned absolute zero. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> sounds about right. But you know, you did you did try. Yeah. Well, oh here we go. Beer run. Hold on. Oh hey, you remember how we used to have the garage fridge? Now that's the literal garage cooler. We do have a garage cooler. Gracias. Danada. B-W-E-R-R-U-N. <laughs> and now back to our regular schedule. You'll program. notice that I didn't get one for you because you're way behind. I know. Get off my back. <laughs> so, mm. you listened to the episode. I listened where, to your episode. and You were entertained. I, well, naturally. You said you didn't listen to the episode. I listened to the oh, episode. Good. I had to edit the episode, you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I had to listen to you jack right. wagons while I was at work going, great, this is our FI Garage episode. <laughs> But I do. I thought we did wonderful. I I do very much appreciate that you covered my ass and got an episode done. So it's all good. Cheers, boys. Cheers. 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 
Yeah, no, you did a good job of talking about the basics of options, and I think it's a super hard topic because the accountant and I, and I've done some reading, there is so many moving parts in that, and there's so many different strategies that you can pick from. It's like... None it's, of it's intuitive. None of it is intuitive Not at all. any like, of I it. still have... Why don't they have names? Like... <laughs> I still had to... Like, like put... Yeah. Why don't they have an actual descriptive name? Yeah. Literally, I'm <laughs> making my first trade ever last yeah. week, and I am still Googling... Am I buying a put or am I selling a put? I'm just <laughs> checking that I'm doing the right thing. Right. Literally, yeah, I'm like, I, know. I am selling this put. So I Google yeah. sell put. I'm like, yeah, okay, that's one. I'm giving the option <laughs> to I, that guy yeah. to buy at that amount. And yeah. I'm buying this one so I can buy at that amount. Because if I lose money, I'm going to want to buy here and he's going to sell there. And yeah, no. I made my first trade. Right. And without going into all the details of what a bull put spread is or a vertical spread we can that's a whole nother show and maybe we should pump that uh podcast that you sent to me is called options training boot camp right but it's also awful <laughs> you know what? Like it's it's so bad it's you know what the guys on it are really good super knowledgeable it's their little music clips that i want to <laughs> murder someone they literally like, do like the boot camp it's like all right options traders you are here at boot camp <laughs> and it's like i want to kill myself like, but there's some really seconds. good information just like shut this off Let's just go. don't play this and yeah. i would listen more frequently we're just annoying all the time not in little clips exactly so right. you you're welcome yeah. yeah you, you are welcome it. it's like you know you're boiling slowly and and mm -hmm. what yeah so the vertical spread essentially is i supposed to buy higher uh sorry sell higher buy lower stop trying to explain i this. know just I, say yeah. what you did you lost money. Money. no no okay <laughs> I, I got I got or a net didn't work. I got a net credit of 180 US dollars and so I traded Apple. In, you, I bought one. I I sold and bought one contract of Apple stock. Correct. Okay. Now I didn't quite expect Apple to kind of go in the toilet like it did this week, <laughs> and that's the and risk. This right. is why you don't trade. <laughs> yes, exactly. This is why the show is. This is the overtime <laughs> show, not the put your money in Vigro show. Correct. We are willing to lose money to make stupid experiments that we can talk about on the show. I think you got to pay for an education. Oh, for sure you do. Financial education. Anyway, so, but the thing about this trade, right, is now that the economist has gone to the bathroom, we can talk intelligently about options. Of course. I knew what my maximum loss was going to be. Yes. And I knew the what whole my point of trading spreads. Yeah, and I knew what my maximum upside was, right? Yes. And I also had some a break-even point, which was lower than the the high purchase, right? Yeah. So you're dealing with, and, and I was in a 111 to 116 spread for those playing at home. That's the price of Apple, 100 between 111 and 116. And I would have hit broken even at 114. Anything above that, I make money. Anything below that, I lose money. Right. But your maximum loss? Maximum loss is the 180 minus the $5, right? So it's uh, whatever, yeah. whatever the math is on that. But I just needed to get that done, the first trade, and I was using Quest Trade, and it's just like, it's so, it's funny, because I see people for the first time on Quest Trade going, well, how do I buy Vigro? And you're like, oh, you just go Vigro, one share, market, buy. Yeah, it's, and I'm not trying to say that it's not the easiest thing, or you're not afraid of it the first time you do it, but it's literally the easiest <laughs> thing you can do when it comes to options trading, because I'm like, eh, so this is a... You know, you know, like I said, bull cut a one to one and spread, I'm like, I'm like, and it's got to be your expiry dates and all the rest of it. So we won't get into that. But it's looking. I still have six days on my. So let's go, Apple. Come on, right? I got six days to get back out of the money, right? And 
Let's not go down the whole options rabbit hole. We're no. not going to. Shall we I, go back to the reviews? Yeah, yeah. I, exp- I experimented and I... Lost money. It's looking that way. <laughs> yeah. I, I was at work at the time, so technically it's a wash. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one way to look at it. Yeah. So those first three were pretty like pump our tires Uh-oh. reviews, weren't they? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, what do we got now? Uh, it's pretty... This is basically... The worst review I've ever seen. <laughs> Can't wait. <sighs> Just Judy 21 says, love this. I would have never even listened to this as I am not a mechanic and was intimidated by three guys drinking beer in a garage, but I love this show. Thanks to Explore FI Canada for introducing me to this podcast. It is like being allowed to hang out with the boys and actually get all, well, maybe not all, their jokes. <laughs> It's like Bob and Doug meet Brad and Chris from Choose FI. Nice. Thanks, guys, for helping make trips in the car and making dinner with my pods in fun. This is where it, it kind of... Oh, there's a butt? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that's I, the best review we've ever reading. gotten. Stop reading. Stop reading. I hate no, butts. No, I, I uh, Okay, all right. Fair still enough. second to Chrissy and Money Mechanic, but a very close second. <laughs> Just Judy. <laughs> oh, Sorry, it didn't get bad. Sorry, yeah. boys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, that's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so you guys, th- we're, thanks, hey, thanks, been, just Judy. Yeah, I want to do. We're, a... we're, we're going to try and just hop them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Do, do you guys want me to like sign off for a few minutes and you can have and your, then we your can own just time? the two of us? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's okay. We already know what happens when you don't babysit us. Yeah, <laughs> yes. We yeah, do. this this was written on September one, so she may not have listened to the options episode yet. <laughs> <laughs> that may be why we that, were rated second yes that's true so that, uh, that i was just kidding it's a very nice review yes thank yeah. you judy yeah and then the last uh review here favorite fi podcast oh ginger pjs love the friendly informative banter topics are always on point and current wow yeah well, that's uh i'm very that Review makes me very happy because sometimes I feel our content is like this overtime. <laughs> a little tired and drunk. And off point. <laughs> well, you know what? It is such a pleasure to be sitting here again because we are actually having our banter. It seems so much harder online and I don't know why. It, it is, is harder online. You're missing kind of like the, even though we're on camera with the Zoom ones, it's like, it's just, you're not in the... Yeah. You don't have you don't the same... feed the energy off yeah. people, right? Yeah, like in hard. the room, we feel the energy of like you know. I can look at you. I know I can make funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that last time when I kept interrupting you and you got upset. I instead. did get upset. Yeah, that yeah. was weird. But I was like, well, you're right. I was I'm a, I'm on a barge on satellite internet, and yeah. I had just worked a 14 hour <laughs> yeah. day, and you're picking on me. Yeah. And the lag was extreme. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm not usually that easily offended, but I edited all that out, so I sound like a nice guy. Hey, there you go. The, <laughs> Must the, be nice to the, get the guy who the, gets the final edit, The eh? privilege of editing. Always, yeah. yeah. I've done my best to make you guys sound as good as possible. <laughs> yeah. <Have> you? Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> well, you know, I can only work with what I'm given. Fair enough. All right, should we talk any money this episode? Overtime? We, well, we talked reviews. We talked options. That's fair. Yeah. I think... What what money do you need to... Well, I mean, this is supposed to just be the natural how we started the FI Garage episode. That's overtime, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, tell us about your expenditures on the new house. Oh, God. They're big. How does this... Now, okay, this is a legit question. It's partly for the show, but it's partly like a good FI question, too, is... <laughs> yeah, aren't those the same thing? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. 
But okay, <laughs> I wouldn't. Wrong with this I guy? would normally uh, ask this on the show, but it's a really good FI question, so I'm going to do it anyhow. <laughs> I'm I'm asking this for two reasons. Okay, <laughs> for the show and for me. Okay, okay there you go. <laughs> that, that's yeah, that's better. that's better. You bought a new house. I did. New to you. New to me. Fair. <laughs> Thank fair. you. That's yeah. fair. No, I'm just thinking about this from a FI journey perspective. When we buy a new house or when we move, how do we budget that into like annual spending? Is that something you can, how do you reconcile it? Like you're the accountant, you're good at this. Did you plan far enough ahead? How's it looking on your annual costs? Uh, no and bad. <laughs> uh, That's why I'm not in public practice. <laughs> no, the I mean, you got to realize that I'm also a real estate investor. No, no, totally. I, I'm not picking on your situation or, or anything of that. No, I'm no, just saying no. because a lot of like we all are going to do this in the next 10 to 15 years as part of our journey is move, buy another house, whatever it is, right? How do you fit that into your plan? Well, I don't because I have a very large line of credit that is paid for with rental income. Mm -hmm. So when I need cash, cash is available, but that's part of my plan with being a real estate investor. See, I think, I guess where I'm trying to ask this question is like, if you just have an emergency fund and you buy a house and you've set it all up for your payments and then you're like, the point is you moved from a house to a house. Yes. You had your stuff. But all of a sudden, there's a lot more expenses in the first six months of new home ownership. For sure. And But again, that's we should quantify with this with I also am in the middle of finishing a build of a garden suite in the backyard at my old house where I used to live. Yeah. So yeah. that's becoming a three-unit rental. I own the other rental that has two units. And the new house I just bought has a suite in the basement. And we're living upstairs. So I just transitioned from having three rental units and one unit that I lived in to having six rental units and one unit I lived in. But if you're five yeah. and living off 50K a year and you buy a new house, how do you work that into your five, your 50K five budget? Do you, have, do you need a year to plan ahead for that? You, you know what I'm getting at, right? It's like you're going to be looking at an extra minimum 10 to 15K in that year. That depends what you buy though. I, yeah, I guess, but you know what my point is, right? No, I, I get where you're coming from and- Again, for me, yeah, I've probably spent an extra $20,000 in the month of September. Yeah. Just between repairs that needed to be done at the old place, repairs- But you're going to write place. off a lot of that, right? But a lot of it's written off, yeah. and I have a CapEx fund. You need a- Honey. He, he, honey. <laughs> he's asking the wrong What's person. What's he doing? Isn't he? Can you, oh, can you grab okay. a beer out of the cooler for me? <laughs> that's a fair question a fair are question. your legs broken if they feel like they are <laughs> i'm gonna get thrown out of my own garage but i'll get my own beer be right back but <laughs> while you're gone i will yeah, stay he can that, I yeah I know, we, we know you can still hear me but that's what capex is for like cat you have a capital fund four times that houses need capital and especially as somebody who now owns three houses, I have to have a large capital fund. Uh, yeah, okay, but you're missing my point. You're missing my question. Right. I, so you're just saying if I'm just some random person who's moving and I'm living off 50 grand a year, how do I factor in? I'm just asking you from firsthand experience because you have just moved that for people that are 
that are listening that are, you know, that are considering moving. And I'm not talking geo arbitrage here. I'm just saying you're going to, maybe your family's expanding or whatever. You want a bigger house. Um, you've got the CapEx fund. You've figured it out. But if we're I, working on a, a spending budget, I think how much extra do you need? You, don't, you do not need that much extra. Okay. So like a lot of the funds that I've spent this month with the move. Do you have the hiccups? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've had that on the episode before. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, this um, is good. A lot of the funds that you need. I mean, we're talking outside of uh, down payment and like land transfer tax, right? The transaction. Yes, of course. So outside of transactional you've, costs. You've got the keys. You walk in the door and you're like, oh, this only has a rain shower head. I want a but normal that, But that's head. not, you should have done that due diligence when you walk through the house. Yeah. And you yeah, make it work until it, it, you can it, afford it. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's like fair. that, if you're walking into a house that's not livable, yeah. you should have factored that in before you bought it. Totally. Now, yeah. I chose personally to do a bunch of work because at my last house, I said, I'll do this work when I can afford it. And we lived there for five years and I did it the day before we left. <laughs> so my <laughs> wife was like, why didn't we do this five years ago? Get to enjoy it and then leave. Right. So mm-hmm. we pre-did all of the stuff on the new house that we wanted to do before moving in. Didn't you paint the old house? We did paint the old house. Yeah. See what yeah. you can blame. Yeah. Well, we painted the new house too. That was a nightmare. <laughs> He's struggling. I'm not editing out hiccups. No, yeah, that's fair. I've got enough on my plate to try and edit out your guitar Can't you playing. Can close springs. my mic off? No, for you're, like, you're on. Yeah. What? You can't, yeah. you can't mute a mic for like. Dude, you're like the wingman in overtime. You can't like drop your winger. No, I, just, I didn't. That would be for, like. I meant two on four. <laughs> I meant when I wasn't talking. <laughs> uh, this is awesome. Yeah. Struggle city. I guess, yeah. What I'm thinking of the. The point of view is because we almost got in a situation where we were going to buy a place and there's, I just think there's so much more than a lot of us consider. And even your story in the last episode about like, it cost me 500 bucks in lumber. Like it's hard to quantify all those little costs that we know add up super quick when you're like, and it's that, and it's that, and it's that, and it's a couple of jugs of paint. And then it's rollers and brushes and drop cloth and blah, 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 blah. And even if you're doing it yourself and you're saying carpets it's and carpets, yeah, gas and fireplace. I think the point is to consider it though. You're like, absolutely that, right. That is, that is absolutely the point. Yeah. I think that's hard though. Mm-hmm. None of us are super good at, at spending analysis, and I yeah. think we generally but underestimate. Do you, no, do you know what the whole point of that is? Is pull the trigger, bite the bullet, and do it. Because do you know why I knew what was going on with this house? It's the fourth, fifth property I've owned. Yeah. I had it dialed. I knew exactly what I was going to spend. Property number one, I had no bloody idea. It was fly by the seat of my pants and make it work. Yeah. Well, that's what we talked about earlier, right? It's the fear of something new. And I screwed a bunch of things up. I could have saved money in some ways. You know, I had to sleep on a floor for a couple nights. Like, things happen. But you don't, You there's certain lessons you cannot learn unless you pull the trigger and do it. (laughs) It's the experience. Until you get the hiccups, you don't know what it's like to have the hiccups. (laughs) Didn't we talk about that before the show where the guy had the hiccups for like 27 years or something? Yeah. Yeah. That guy's not a good podcaster. (laughs) Yeah. We should interview him. Yeah, we should. <laughs> we, he never made. Feels the sh- like he's on the show. <laughs> never made oh, the show notes. Probably kill himself. 
right? Yeah. Uh, I believe that is how that ended. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I kind of feel like we have like Stadler and Waldorf from the from the Muppets in the background there. I got the dogs and the wife like, <laughs> chirping the FI Garage. Every once in a while. Yeah. yeah. That would be great if we could just cut out to chirps. Yeah. From over here. Ah, then it'd be like that option show you don't like with the sound bites. Uh, yeah. Well. Moving right along. Oh, there's more. There's always more. Okay. How long is overtime? Yeah, geez. Yeah. Hasn't somebody scored? I'm wondering. <laughs> 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 <sighs> wow. I'm cut it off. Yeah. I don't know. There must be something more important to talk about. <laughs> Doesn't look like it. Does not appear that way. Do, 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 yeah. do, 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 right? do, do, I hope you enjoyed overtime and I hope you understand the fact that we are all deep into our salmon packs now. <laughs> yes. We like we didn't have one salmon pack for the whole episode. We each had a salmon pack. Well, one, somebody showed up one short. You told me not to buy one. Wow. What the hell? Yeah. Let's, we'll send him for a run. Yeah. yeah. He's got to go for a BWWRUN. <laughs> <laughs> B-W-E-R-R-U-N. This episode... Beer run. No, I got it. This episode was not sponsored by Lucky Lager. And but was, it should be. Please sponsor us. <laughs> neither was the first one. But if you'd like to be Vancouver Ron's beer again, you can sponsor FI Garage for an episode. All they need to do is go online yeah. to our website and buy us a round of beers. Right? No, sponsor, no an sponsor an episode. Like, we can make, we can cut a deal, Lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Get, well, your, get your reputation back. Absolutely. I would love a pickup truck full of Lucky Lager. Oh, that's all I want. It's just the <laughs> whole it. back of my pickup. Just lucky logger. Have you ever had that? Empty, Not in a yes. lot of years. Yeah. yeah. Empty, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. after college when you're taking back empties because right? you don't have rent. Yeah. 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 A pickup truck full of, should do the math on that. Full of empties might be enough for rent back then. Mm. I actually, I couldn't afford beer one time when I was going to the University of Calgary. So I went to every floor's recycle room <laughs> and I took all the beer cans and nice. took them back so I could buy a case of beer. Did you have a spreadsheet to figure out how many you needed to get? I just took everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one for the environment. Beer nice and a slice. Beer and a slice. What more do you need? Yeah. All right. Well, it looks like he shoots, he scores. Yeah. That's overtime. All right. Well. Till next time. Now we're just going to record us drinking in the garage, not talking. <laughs> <laughs>